Hi everyone, and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. I'm Scott Lutz, and I am uh, the one reading these scriptures to you. Um, today, um, we are ender ending the book of Esther, and um, this is the final uh, book of the history books of the Old Testament. Um, we will be in Esther 10, 1 through 3, the greatness of Mordecai, and then tomorrow we'll start with the book of Job. So let's go ahead and read the scripture, and then we'll head to your New Testament reading, and then we'll pray, and um, I'll pray that God blesses you all. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. King Xerxes imposed tribute throughout the empire to its distant shores, and all his acts of power and might, together with a full account of the greatness of Mordecai, to which the king had raised him. Are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Media and Persia? Mordecai the Jew was, a, was second in rank to King Xerxes, pre, preeminent among the Jews, and held in high esteem by his many fellow Jews, because he worked for the good of his people and spoke up for the welfare of all the Jews. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hello, every again. Um, now we are in Luke chapter 13, 1 through 35. Um, so let's go ahead and read that scripture. All right, so repent or perish. Now there were some present at the time who told Jesus about the Galileans who, whose blood Pilate had mixed with the, their sacrifices. Jesus answered, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those 18 who died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable, Man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find it, find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been looking, been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree, and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it be use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, Leave it alone for one more year, and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. A crippled woman healed on the Sabbath. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from, the infir from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately her, she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue ruler said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie his donkey or ox or donkey for the, from the stall and lead it? Out to give its waif water. Then went. Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whose 
whom Satan has kept bound for 18 year, long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from whom, what bound her? When he said this, all the opponent, his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. The parables of the mustard seed and the yeast. Then Jesus said, asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air perched its, in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. The Narrow Door then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many of you will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door, let us in for, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourself selves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are least, last who will be, will be first and first who will be last. Jesus' sorrow for Jerusalem. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox, I will drive out demons and heal people today, and tomorrow and on the third day I will reach my goal. In any case, I will keep, must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for all your kindness and love. I ask that you, um, that you be with us, Lord. And blessed are you, Lord. Blessed who he, he who comes in the name of the Lord. We praise you, Lord God. And we ask that you come. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.